Show. Hey, it's a beautiful Monday morning, and you're listening to your number one station, RX Radio. This is the Fat Boy Show. Welcome from the weekend. I hope uh, you uh, rested well, uh, had plenty of uh, nice food to eat. Uh, but first, wait, was that a wise thing if you ate a lot? Because uh, aren't you still trying to lose that uh, Christmas weight that you gained? Hmm? You want to add more on that? <laughs> okay, maybe let's cut you some slack. It's been a rough two years, so hey, if you're overindulging a little bit, maybe we'll let you do it. I guess it's your life at the end of the day, so you do you. You ain't got to listen to me. I am Fat Boy, and I'm here with Olive here, having a great time listening to great music and just uh, really pondering what the future of the country is going to look like. So as we proceed in our staggered approach to reopen the country, to reopen the economy, uh, one huge area of contention has been our government's position when it comes to testing of uh, trucks, transit trucks, the drivers of those transit trucks who come from other countries. Uh, a directive issued on the 3rd of January from our Ministry of Health uh, stipulated that each truck driver entering Uganda would be charged $30 to test for COVID at their cost before being allowed to enter or to transit through Uganda. And this is creating a huge problem. Our counterparts in Kenya are not very happy about this. So Newton Wango, who is the Kenya Transporters Association chairman, he told importers across the region that the decision by our health ministry of Uganda to charge each truck driver $30 to test for COVID before entering or transiting had left them with no alternative but to recover the same cost from the importers. So uh, truck drivers have been protesting this move, noting that this has created an unnecessary cost and delays at uh, the Malaba border point. So, um, what do you think about this? I mean, is this going to be yet another mandate from the government that will be walked back just like they did for testing of public transport passengers here in Uganda? I think they will have to rescind this directive. Remember, the other day I told you that um, upon testing, a driver is late to proceed uh, with their journey and then they receive the results later, which beats the whole, uh, the whole idea of testing, right? Because yep. now when you move on with your journey, you are going to mix with people, yet you don't even know your results. But that aside... Uh, drivers have protested and have refused to leave the border point. So trucks have now piled up. No business is moving. And, you know, they are moving with uh, the trucks are carrying. Um, uh, they are carrying goods for sale. You know, um, I feel like our government is just full of bureaucrats who don't know the concept of looking at the wider picture. And thinking about the consequences of the policies that they are recommending and implementing, they just seem to do things randomly. And then after it backfires, then they say, oh, okay. We have rescinded this. <laughs> it's just uh, because obviously it would uh, create a huge problem at the border uh, with uh, all these uh, drivers having to line up for testing and all of that stuff. Mm, it may even make our country unattractive. Uh, for people who may want to deliver goods to Uganda, they might say, you know what, uh, Uganda is too much headache. Let's see if we can export more of our stuff like uh, to Tanzania or elsewhere. And yeah, there is a concern there, actually. The truck drivers are concerned that uh, Kenya, or, or even the business people are concerned that Kenya may decide to just use another route to South Sudan mm -hmm. because they're already constructing a road there. Mm -hmm. And uh, the truck drivers were saying that they they make trips within Uganda, through Uganda, like four times a week. Mm -hmm. Now, if you tell them to test 
four times a week. It eats into their allowance given by the bosses. And the bosses are not going to be paying for these tests. So they're like, no, we are not paying and we won't move. It's just, uh, it, you know, it's just not practical and it's not even... It's not even really going to do anything to stave off uh, <laughs> this uh, new wave of COVID. So, especially the Omicron. Especially the Omicron, which is just a... Eh, it is so highly infectious and it doesn't even look like uh, the current vaccines can uh, help you to not get infected from it. Actually, the other day I saw a technocrat explaining how the vaccine works. He's like, they asked him, how long does it take after you've gotten a booster for, for someone to be safe? And he said about six to eight, about eight to 12 weeks. And then you have oh. to take another shot. <laughs> Sky News. I was like, what's the point then? But of course, he went on to say, but you see, still, be that as it may, uh, vaccination is still important. I think governments need to adopt what the UK has done. Boris Johnson decided that since Omicron spreads like a wildfire, you can't know how it spreads then there is no point in uh, locking up uh, countries and uh, putting restrictions. So the UK w- does not have and will not have any other wow. restrictions. He's just figured that out now. <laughs> this is what we've been saying since the beginning. Well, Israel is still locking, even though it shows that. Uh, how many cases do they now have? <laughs> so Israel, for them, uh, they first did double vaccination. Then they were among Triple. the first countries to do the, the, the booster shots. Mm-hmm. And now they are also engaging in a fourth uh, vaccination uh, campaign. Yes. So their people in Israel are going to get four shots in total. And despite this, COVID cases in Israel have now reached a new record high of yes. 16,000 new infections. Mm-hmm. There is no stopping this Omicron. Exactly. Let's just stop pretending about it. I'm <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Actually, to be honest, in the beginning, I was very scared of COVID-19. And of course, even last year when the Delta came and many people my age were dying, I was afraid. But with Omicron, it's like everyone around me has got it. My neighbor and also my friend currently has COVID and she's like, I'm so certain I got it from my daughter. The daughter is three. <laughs> and I bet and I bet if you tested, you might find that you you also have it because you can't have both your neighbors with COVID and you, you don't have it. That's impossible. And I spent the last two weeks of uh, 2021 in and out of hospital. My last child was sick and I have a feeling she probably had COVID-19. My friend who is a PID told me that his patients increased in his pediatric clinic mm-hmm. due to COVID-19. Wow. The patients are kids, not wow. adults. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, and uh, I guess that's been the concern, which is why the president uh, has uh, encouraged uh, the... He, what did he say? He said that, uh, you know, the kids shouldn't be going back to, to visit their, their grandparents. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think uh, we need to find uh, practical solutions to this uh, and solutions that are long-term. But the current approach where we're, it's almost like just firefighting, like we're running around like aimless chicken or headless chicken, not knowing what we're doing. And at the end of the day, we are damaging our economic prospects. Already we've lost two years of economic growth because of the, the, the lockdown restriction policies. Uh, and I feel like we're at a point where we can look back and say, okay, what was accomplished as a result of it? And to be honest, it's a hard question question to answer it's mostly so, nothing <laughs> so so there we are back to square one all for nothing it would almost seem like 
But anyway, it's okay. Uh, glad you're okay. And if you're a little bit under the weather, please make sure to uh, go to the hospital, go get tested. Uh, because with COVID, as we've mentioned many times, you know, early uh, testing, early diagnosis, and early treatment ultimately. Uh, will prove to be very, very beneficial to you. It is a highly, highly survivable illness. Uh, and uh, the Omicron variant is even more survivable than the previous variant. So you have no real cause uh, for concern. Uh, just be responsible. And once you detect any uh, symptoms, just make sure to go seek uh, tr- uh, testing and then uh, treatment thereafter. The earlier, the better. You're listening to The Fat Boy Show. Uganda's King of Radio, unleashed and unplugged. The Fat Boy Show.